Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 5331 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Let's get it on. How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. We have so much news to get into here today. But unfortunately, we got to start with a lot of bad news. And I want to get it out of the way right at the beginning. Jody Hamilton of legendary professional wrestling tag team The Assassins. Passed away at 82 years old. His passing was announced by his son, Joe Hamilton Jr., in a Facebook post on it Tuesday. It is with a heavy heart that I make this post. At 2.16 today, my father took his last breath on this earth. Passed comfortably, surrounded by the people that love him. Now our attention has to shift over to taking care of my mom. I want to thank everyone for their prayers and support. Hamilton Jr. had announced yesterday his father had entered hospice care had been hospitalized last month. Assassins were inducted into the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame 2015. He was part of different versions of the team during his career, including with Randy Colley and Roger Smith. Worked both behind the scenes and as a manager for WCW following his retirement from in-ring. Founded the WCW Power Plant Training School. He also ran Deep South Wrestling, which originally existed in the 80s, was then a developmental promotion for WWE from 2005 to 2007. We can talk more about the assassin with Mike Sempervivi, but also want to offer condolences to Burt Prentice, who was involved in the very early days of TNA, host of Explosion alongside Jeremy Borash. He was a promoter. He was a newsletter writer years and years and years ago. And Burt Prentice was one of those guys like Bob Ryder where I never really knew Burt Prentice, but uh, as long as I have been doing this, Burt Prentice was like always around and very sad to hear about his passing and also want to offer our condolences to Will Hobbs, whose mother passed away. Our deepest condolences to him. Of course, the family of of Burt Prentice and Jody Hamilton as well. We'll talk about all of that today, plus AEW, Max Caster, Raw Ratings, Ring of Honor, Women's Tournament, NXT Notes if you want to. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. (laughs) 
Staples Connect has everything for school at amazing prices. Now, Staples two-pocket paper folders are just 15 cents. And comp books, 24-pack Crayola crayons, and 8-packs of Pep Rally number 2 pencils are 50 cents each. So you won't just be ready for school, you'll be Prepared Parent of the Year ready. I just want to thank my family and Staples for making this possible. Visit your local Staples or staples.com slash back to school and get more than ready for school. Ends 8-7. Limit 30 except no limit on pencils. Pocket folder offer in-store only. You went online to switch your car insurance to Progressive so you could save money. But then you saw a friend request from an old summer camp buddy. And now here you are, clicking through photos of his kickball team from 2011. Oh, looks like they won the championship that year. Then he moved to Tulsa. Oh, a new tattoo. Yes, they said it was easy to save hundreds on car insurance with Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the Internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average savings by new customer surveyed who saved in 2019. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right call because the best prices are not online they're with smartfares see smartfares has special deals with the airlines when they have unsold seats they use smartfares to fill them so you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices our prices are too low to publish online with the extra money you'll save you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Jody Hamilton, Burt Prentice, the mother of Will Hobbs. Three to talk about here today, all passed away. And uh, I know Mike's probably got a lot to say about the assassin. I was just watching a 1992 WCW Saturday Night of all things. It's like three, four weeks ago or something. Long enough ago that I forget what I'm talking about, but he was on the show. And uh, the point is, uh, like, we'd been watching these in order, and all of a sudden one day, the assassin is there, and he's he's there. 
And I'm like, did we miss like five shows? Like, where did this assassin come from? What's he doing on this show? So I go back to the Observer from that same week, and uh, Dave essentially said the same thing. What is the assassin doing here? Just out of nowhere, he's now part of World Championship Wrestling. And uh, I can't remember who he was managing, but it's irrelevant. The point is, the assassin cuts his promo, and uh, holy smokes, what a great promo. And, uh, and you know, I don't want to make light of anything, but, I mean, Jesse Ventura made some joke about the assassin's weight. I was like, oh, my God. Because Dave in the newsletter was also always making jokes about the assassin's weight. He he had a he had a joke. It was like this was probably thirty years ago. I still remember it. He said the assassin's assassin. I think he said something like assassin number one is back. He appears to have eaten assassin number two. For thirty years, I have never forgotten this stupid joke. But uh, he was there, and holy smokes, like what a promo this guy was in the middle of like a horrible edition of WCW Saturday Night. But uh, legend uh, Jody Hamilton. And he unfortunately passed away at the age of 82. Uh, him and Burt Prentice, like different different levels, obviously, of fame within the business. But Burt Prentice had been around like forever. I mean, forever. I can't remember a time that I knew anything about wrestling that I had not heard of Burt Prentice. So, any thoughts on on uh, these two individuals, Mike? Yeah, I'm just finding out about Burt Prentice. Uh, and I, man, it's one of those names that, like you mentioned, it feels like. I mean, for as long as I've been a fan, Burt Prentice has had his name in a newsletter or he's been managing somebody on the on the indie scene, especially down in like towards Tennessee and in Georgia down that way. Or he has been involved in an indie or, or whatever. I mean, it's just he's just always been around and I'm stunned to wake up and, and, and see the news about that, especially coming off the heels of Jody Hamilton and. I did a show for a short period of time uh, with Les Thatcher and with Mike Mooneyham of the Charleston Post and Courier and a guy by the name of Rich Tate, and they would bring me on and I would help co-host the show, and there's only been two people. There's been a lot of people I've interviewed and have been nervous about, you know, the big names and things like that, famous names, people from my youth that I was a huge fan of. I've only been intimidated to talk to two. Of anybody, only two where I really actually have felt intimidated, one of which was Ole Anderson. The second was Jody Hamilton, because as a little kid with that mask on, those two guys, they were as real as it got when it came to promos. You see all these other crazy wrestling characters, the Hulk Hogan's, the Road Warriors, the Dusty Rhodes. Then you had Ole and Jody Hamilton, who just had these old growls going on with their voice and they would just look at the camera very seriously and they didn't raise their voice up a whole lot and they just got what they said sincerity he writes about it in his book about how important sincerity is when it comes to cutting promos and nobody was better at making you believe that than jody hamilton if you were to go to the at Mid-Atlantic Pod Twitter page, you're going to see some promos. People ask, oh, my God, how did the Jimmy Valiant and Paul Jones feud last for so long? How did they get that thing so hot that people cared about it for years afterwards? One of the big reasons why is throughout 1983 and 84, the assassin Jody Hamilton was doing the bidding for Paul Jones, and people can say whatever they want about Jimmy Valiant. You knew when you watched Jody Hamilton – 
it was deadly serious. And he cuts a promo about Tape Fist where he talks about his hands, cannibal and animal, and he's got them taped up. And they are starving, and he's going to feed them a banquet of Jimmy Valiant's flesh, his face. He's going to feed them, and they are going to be twice their size when he gets done with Jimmy Valiant. And all that ha-ha stuff that took place with Paul Jones, once the match started, you believed it. Six decades in the business, when he was 19 years old, his brother, Larry Hamilton, who better was better known later on in a lot of places as the Missouri Mauler, called his brother, got him into New York because Cola Kwarney and Vince McMahon Sr. were looking to put somebody in the garden against Rocca and Perez, Antonina Rocca and Miguel Perez, the biggest drawing tag team of all time, at least to that point, maybe of all time, I don't know. I just know they sold out the garden a ton of times before Bruno San Martino. They were looking for opponents. Larry gets his brother in. Vince Sr. is not about it because... He's 19 years old. They end up going to a six-week build towards this. They mash him over a bunch of the Puerto Rican baby faces. They basically said, go out there and just beat up Puerto Ricans night after night. And that's what happened up there to build to this feud with Perez and with Rocco. That was just gangbusters. Sold out Madison Square Garden. He said for years after that, he just got spit on by Puerto Ricans in New York. He hated that. But, hey, the money was good because the heat was good because that's what they drew there. Two years later, three years later, he's down in Atlanta. He becomes a member of a group called the Assassins with Tom Ernesto, and that's where his pro wrestling career, we all really kind of know it from, from that moment on, whether it was in the Georgia, whether it was in the Carolinas, is the Bolos, which, long story there, but basically... Tom Ernesto was already known as the great Bolo there. He already had name value, so that's why the Assassins went by the Bolos there. But Oklahoma, Southern California, because of Southern California, they went to Japan and were successful. Anywhere Jody Hamilton went, he was a massive star. And I said six decades in the business because as time went on, he stayed in the business. He helped open up the WCW power plant. I know a lot of people make jokes about that, but his work and efforts in trying to get that thing set up and going, nobody says a word about those. Worked for the Global Wrestling Federation for all you kids from the 90s who would come home and watch ESPN. The deal with Joe Petticino didn't work out, and obviously Petticino got uh, hustled by uh, whatever it was, a a Nigerian uh, fax scam or whatever it was that, that ended up ultimately sinking him and making him realize he didn't have the money. But Jody Hamilton was involved there. Got Axel Rotten actually into WCW amongst several people that actually had worked in Texas, got them chances to go into WCW. Mick Foley, I think, may have been one of those people that he gave a thumbs up to on the way into WCW originally. And then after that, Deep South Wrestling, which, again, didn't work itself out very well, but that centers more around the training of Bill DeMott that he did there more than any reflection on Jody Hamilton, who Doc Gallows and many other people yesterday really credited talking about stories and things like that. His son is Nick Patrick, who served as an assassin every once in a while, but is, of course, better known as a referee and an office worker as well, too, and... Just so many stories you could talk about. The feud with the Kentuckians and the Assassins. Huge money was drawn wherever they went. Just a an absolute legend of the business. And, and I get it. You know, as fans get younger, why these guys were so important 
starts to go away. And, and I get that. And probably for everybody I'm talking to right now, everybody that's watching right now on the Twitch video, maybe one out of every 10 of you will be as interested in pro wrestling history as I am. But, you know, I'm speaking to that one person out there. Scott Teal did a book with Jody Hamilton, uh, The Assassin. Very simple. And by the way, folks, he was assassin number one. He was the original assassin as years went on. People gave, gave that credit to Tom Renesto. But the book is incredible. It talks so much about his life growing up, nearly dying in a car accident in Japan that not only uh, nearly killed him, uh, a couple other big names too. It, it's just a a fascinating life that he lived in so, so many great promos. There's an incredible promo when he wrestled as the flame down in, in Southeastern Wrestling, where he is firing a gun as he's feuding with Bob Armstrong. Just incredible stuff, and I know I talk for too long, but a guy's a legend, deserves even more. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. 
When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. The chat here has been talking about... Well, they've been talking about a lot of things, not going to lie. Mm. But Max Caster has been talked about for the entire time we've been in this show. During his Wednesday appearance on Busted Open Radio, AW President CEO Tony Khan addressed Max Caster's rap from this week's episode of AW Dark. Rap included references to Olympian Simone Biles' mental health situation, the Duke lacrosse rape case from 2006, PCR tests being fake, and a sexual joke about 19-year-old AEW wrestler Julia Hart. The episode of Dark was taken down after it aired last night and then re-uploaded with the rap taken out. Tony Khan called Caster's rap terrible while addressing the situation on Busted Open Radio. Khan said it should have been caught in the editing process, never should have aired. Khan says he'll be taking over the editing of Dark and Dark Elevation going forward. That's what this guy needs. Yeah, really. Add that to his plate. I don't like it. On the subject of Dark, and one of those teams that broke through and really came and did a good job through Dark, one of those teams is the acclaimed, he said. That's Anthony Bowens and Max Caster. Speaking of Dark, last night on Dark, his rap was terrible. I was not out there in the moment when he did it. It was not during Dynamite. I was out back when Max had said this rap. I had not heard it until last night, truthfully. In the editing process, it should have been caught. We deleted the episode and reposted it with that edited out, and it shouldn't have aired. I put such tight controls on Dynamite. This would never have happened there because Max's raps, I have always gone over them with him. Frankly, every segment on Dynamite, I don't script or write wrestlers' promos, but the bullet points I give, in this case, it shouldn't have happened. What will happen going forward is I will be taking over the editing of Dark and Elevation myself. I was already editing Dynamite and Rampage. I do a lot. Now now I will also... Here's the deal. We'll get to Max Caster in a moment, but this guy needs to get an editor. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, they had an editor, but he was not happy with that editor. So what you need is an editor who... Anytime they see anything that is potentially, like if your editor has any sort of question, Tony, come here and look at this. And then Tony goes back to whatever he's doing. But if you've got a guy who is booking, he's booking everything, and he's editing everything, I mean, this guy can't add two more things to his plate. I mean, he can try, but ultimately this is probably going to end up being a problem. So... What needs to be done is find an editor who is who is going to be who is going to err on the side of caution and anything that potentially 
is, I mean, how'd this get through? But it did. So you need an editor who is going to, I don't know who the editor was, but like whoever it was, not saying that person should be fired, but the deal should be err on the side of caution. If there's anything even remotely questionable on the program, then you call Tony over and you run it by him. But I don't think that Tony personally needs to be editing the shows. He's got enough stuff to do. As far as Max Caster goes, the thing about Max Caster that's that's weird is he's not old. He's young. In the sense that usually when people make these jokes or whatever, you know, they're older and they don't realize it's 2021. But he's not. So, I don't know. What do you want me to say about the guy? Like, you know what I'm saying? He should apologize. He should not do it again. And he th- should think before he does whatever he's going to do on the rap. He should run the rap by Tony Khan or whatever. And and listen, I don't know, but my guess is everybody who is uh, who's upset about Julia Hart. I mean, I'd be very surprised if he did not run this by Julia Hart. I mean, maybe he didn't, but it would stand to reason that he did. I mean, when you see those MJF promos, I mean, I don't know 100%, but I'm pretty sure that if he's got a line about Jericho being pregnant, I mean, he's going to run that by Jericho first. Um, but who knows how things go? I mean, Jericho himself even noted that, like, they did some of those uh, those promo segments where all of the members of uh, of the inner circle were going to talk, and he didn't actually know what anybody was going to say. So... There's like a happy medium between scripting everybody's promos word for word and the Wild West. And I think that the moral of the story is we need to find that middle ground. Right? A happy, a happy medium, you said. Yes, the middle yeah. path. Well, look, uh, a lot of people are saying, well, Max Caster, you know, do you even listen to hip-hop? Well, Max Caster's not a rapper. He's a wrestler. And it's 2021, and he knows his fan base. So, did he say anything that out of line? A 16-year-old rape joke in in Carolina? No, that's a very good one. You know, Jadakiss does that last night in Madison Square Garden or something like Nobody misses a beat, you know. It's just, it's, a, it's a bar and a song, you know, blow up like the World Trade, something like that. So, bad taste, maybe you could say that, but like... God, I must be so old, because everyone's like, he's 32! He's old! <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, well, he's he still falls, I think, more into y'all's generation than, than us Holy olds here, smokes. but the bottom line is, is you gotta know your audience, and look, he's gonna push the, the envelope. People are throwing themselves in front of buses for julia hart as if she's not in the wrestling business as if oh my she didn't know she probably didn't know it was coming you probably didn't you know that's one of the i think that's how you get the authentic reaction to a promo or to some of these raps is is that expression that you're they're going to pan to that person and they're going to be sitting there with a whatever look on their face shocked or angry or upset you know, John Moxley, when he dropped the line about, you know, wa- wanting oral sessions and whatever. I mean, you know, I mean, I just relax, everybody. How sh- how offended she was. You could tell in her face how upset she. I, I, can we ease off there a little bit? You know, everybody throwing their cape on. You know, if he screwed up, 
the locker room will let him know that. She'll let him know that, I'm sure. So I, I think it was just one of those cases where I think people, if they want to, to really kind of to try to string this dude up for what? For what? We're going to cancel Max Caster for a bad promo, you know, for not thinking. And look, you want him to push the, the envelope. Oh, when he does this or that, when it's not that bad, occasionally these things are going to happen. He's got to find his limit. You can't go over the edge. And if you do, you can't go over it too because you know the reaction you're going to get. This should be a reminder of it. So, you know, I, I just think it's 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 a little bit crazy when it when it comes to that. But you're setting yourself up for this. As far as Tony Khan being the editor of the show, man, get the hell out of here. No offense to him. I'm not trying to demean him or anything like that. But, like, yo, you got a, a million-dollar operation here. Get somebody to do that. If you want to be the final screener before the product hits the screen, if that's what he means, okay. But if you're going to be hands-on, I mean, I just, you are going to, you are going to die in the, in the, the little details that somebody else needs to be taken care of. You know, you are the, the chief cook and bottle washer. I get it. You feel responsible. I get it. You're the one who's going to do these media hits the next day and, and talk about it and hype things. And, and so you're out there. I get that. But like somebody else, as Brian says, has got to be doing this for you. There's no reason to, to fall on this sword because all you're going to end up doing is ending up with more cuts. So I, I think that's Did you really just say sword wacky. on top of everything else. Yep. At the end of the day, sword. everybody. That's what they told me. Sword. I mean. Cool. Whip. Rape jokes, etc. Let's not do it. And if you are going to make a potentially uh, offensive joke about someone, clear it with them. And I'm not saying that he didn't clear it with Julia Hart because my gut is that he did clear it with Julia Hart because I do know, uh, not mentioning any names, but I do know of promos in AEW that were cleared when they were potentially offensive to people. I presume that he did, but I don't know. But if he didn't, do it next time, for crying out no, loud. We, we have to throw ourselves in front of buses for Julia. I got to say one thing, by the way. Mm-hmm. Speaking of 19-year-old females. Oh, yeah? I was watching Ring of Honor television last night, and I want to make sure that I do not uh, not mention this here tonight. But they're doing their, uh, their women's tournament. And uh, the main event of the show was Sumi Sakai versus Roxy. You guys know Roxy? She's 19 years old. Sumi Sakai, by the way, Legend. I think is 49 years old. No way. Yeah. So <laughs> there was a 30-year difference in age in this match. And uh, Sumi Sakai is really good, obviously. And so, you know, we'll see how Roxy does throughout the rest of the tournament. But uh, Roxy beat her with a cradle. And this match was good. And this Roxy has got a ton of potential. She's not, like, the greatest women's wrestler in the country or anything like that, but, like, for being 19 years old, she's very good. And granted, she was in there with Sumi Sakai, but they had a very good match, and I don't know how far she's going to go in the tournament, but um, I think they said that, like, she started bussing herself to wrestling shows when she was 13, so I don't know how long she's been training, but for being 19, she is really good. And that was a good main event on the uh, the Ring of Honor show this weekend. And they had a couple of other tournament matches as well. Miranda Elise and uh, Alex Grassi was the opener. And uh, it was good and not good, depending on the moment. Because they did a lot of lucha. 
And if you know anything about Lucha, when Lucha's good, I mean, it's arguably like the best stuff in all of pro wrestling. And when it's bad, it's the worst. The worst. So, like, they did some spots, and, like, a few of them were really good, and then a few of them were not good. And so it was like a mixed bag. And then Nicole, uh, Nicole Savoy and Maserati was the second awesome. match on the show. That was a good match as well. But the main event was the standout match. Uh, Sakai is amazing for 49, and Roxy is really good. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. 
We've got a ton to get into. We've barely even scratched the surface here today. Tonight is AEW Homecoming at Daly's Place. And as of right now, they have 2,500 people. They'll be in the building tonight. They have 592 tickets left, so... Not looking like it's going to be a sellout. I guess we'll see how the walk-up goes. Or how many Tony buys to sell this place out. We've got Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black. We have Miro versus Lee Johnson for the TNT title. We've got part three of the five labors of Jericho. Jericho and Juventud Guerrera, where Jericho must win with a move off the top rope. Christian Cage will face The Blade. The Bunny will face Layla Hirsch. Number one contendership for the NWA women's title. And yes, John Moxley, Eddie Kingston, and Darby Allen will be facing Daniel Garcia and the former Ever-Rise 2.0 debuting on AEW tonight. Brian, I I can't wait. What? You can't wait? Okay, I wanted to know now because it took you a long time to warm up to Ever-Rise. Yeah, and I I finally did, and then they fired him. Well, that's what I wanted to know. Do they go back and and have to start at at ground zero for you, or do they maintain all that good faith they got built up? Let me explain something to you, Mike. Let me explain something to you and to all of the listeners out there, okay, about Ever-Rise. Because some people get confused. Most people. So, whenever Rise showed up in in uh, NXT, from day one, I always liked Ever Rise as workers. And you could go back and like from day one, I said, bro, if I would have another match, I'd have a match with Ever Rise. Old school, you know. When I when I broke in, it was all Canadians, Canadian workers. Lance will back me up on this. I mean, they were good in the ring. They were good workers. They were safe workers, and I liked them as workers. However, the problem that I had with Ever-Rise had nothing to do with Ever-Rise. It had to do with the fact that there's this team called Ever-Rise, and they told me zilch about these people. Nothing. They showed up, and they were like jobbers. Like, I thought that they were just in as enhancement talent. I didn't even know they were signed. Because they would just show up and they would do a job. They'd disappear for a while. Then they would show up and they would do a job. Then they'd disappear for a while. And then one day, all of a sudden, like literally out of the blue, they're like contenders. And I was like, what? What's happening here? And they didn't tell me anything about their characters. I'm talking about NXT television. Like one guy yelled a lot. He was loud. And then there was the other guy. And I try to watch these shows, everybody as is a normal person which it's hard to do it's me but that's what i try to do so i'm watching these shows and i'm trying to imagine i'm just a, a person a bloke watching the show and bro i got no idea what's going on with these ever eyes then they start you know then they're pushing their podcast but of course nxt on usa network they never tell me a thing about their podcast they don't tell me where to watch it when it's on like i'm just thinking my god But, like, these guys, they went in there and they did everything they could to try to get themselves over. And it finally got to the point where, like, I'm totally, I'm invested in these guys now. And then they're fired. I'm like, God. And so now, here they are on AEW. I don't know if they're they're signed to AEW. I don't know how often we're going to see them. 
But uh, you know what we're going to get a chance to see tonight is them work, which is what I like best is uh, seeing workers work. So anyway, I'm excited about tonight. And possibly in their best form, too, because it's going to be a trios match, and they made their bones in Chikara a long time ago, as as Paul and Barbersville can, can remind us of. So, yeah, so this will be interesting. Now, if you have this last match with them, would it be straight up? Would it be under Canadian hardcore rules, or would it be under Chikara rules? What rules would you like to face these men if you had a, a another match to go, another tag match, possibly with a new partner because Filthy doesn't want anything to do with you? Filthy would like something to do with me, but I have retired. I made that decision. I am retired from professional wrestling. I'm done. But say you came back out. I'm not what, coming what, back, what, so why are we Lucha? wasting time on this program? No, I want to know, because I want to know if you came back out because of how you, you look at, like, Lucha. Bad Lucha is the worst thing in the world. Great Lucha is fantastic. Would you dare come back out and have a Lucha match and risk that it is one of those horrible, horrible things? Would you come back and, and have somebody hit you with light tubes where, you know, the, the temporary pain may not be as bad as trying to work through a whole match? What does Brian Alvarez come back to Bro, do if he had to come back I for I once had match? a match with Los Vianos for the UWA Tag Team Championships. And you know what? I did Lucha in that match. And everything worked out great. You want to know why? Because I didn't try and do a full Lucha match. We had like four Lucha spots that I'd seen a million times watching CMLL, and we pulled them off great. But no, I would not do a full Lucha match because it would be horrible. You want to know know why else I'm not going to do a full Lucha match? Because I'm retired. Why does no one believe me? Because I've come out of retirement ten times? It doesn't matter. They throw pennies at you or what? Allegiant Stadium takes the health and safety of its guest employees and staff very seriously. In response to rising COVID-19 cases, in accordance with the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the State of Nevada Emergency Directive 047, all individuals, regardless of vaccination status, must wear a face mask while in Allegiant Stadium. State of Nevada and CDC do not currently require proof of vaccination to attend events. Allegiant Stadium's, uh, Stadium's COVID-19 protocols are subject to change, et cetera, et cetera. The point of this is that everybody entering Allegiant Stadium for SummerSlam must be wearing a mask. I'm sure Vince and Kevin Dunn are thrilled with this news because they've done everything in their power to never show masks on television. Uh, well, now you're going to see 45,000 masked fans, which, by the way, I can't wait to see how this is enforced. But anyway, uh, in can theory... We, can, we, can we crowd sweeten their faces? In theory, 45,000 people will be masked coming up at SummerSlam. Wow, so so Ruby Riot really is Ruby Soho, like the, uh, the Rancid song. So I wonder if... TK is going to dip in his pocket if she shows up in AEW. Do they do they go full rancid? Do we what see? What in the world does this have to do with Allegiant Stadium and SummerSlam? Not not a thing. But what more can you really say about the fact that Vince and, and Kevin Dunn are very upset right now, and that we may be going back to being masked up everywhere? Forget about just SummerSlam. We talked about New York where they're going the indoor dining ban yesterday about wearing masks, and God knows by the time we get to October, let alone September, as we sit here on what August fourth or whatever day it is, the whole landscape could change 
just like that. So it may not change in Texas. It certainly does not sound like it's changing in Florida. They are quadrupling down. on not, they're, they're not allowing kids to wear them to school. No mandates whatsoever. So we may see a migration of events that continue to then take place where things are a little bit uh, a little bit more lax. Maybe some South Dakota will start running shows. All right. Uh, Impact. If you're a fan of Impact Wrestling, uh, they're moving off Twitch. Which, you know, that means, everybody, that uh, free subscription you're using for Impact, you can now use for our, our show here. Moving to YouTube. Impact Wrestling Insiders. And it will be part fan club, part digital subscription service. Level one is only 99 cents a month. Gives fans access to fan loyalty badges, which identify them as members, exclusive community posts, and you get impact every week. So if you don't have cable or you don't have access on your cable system, you can watch it for 99 cents. Badges? Four ninety nine. Don't mock the badges, Mike. Don't need any stinking badges. Come on, man. Badges. We need a special badge if you're decrepitly old. Anyway, uh, level two is four ninety nine a month. It will get all of the above plus access to more original content exclusives featuring the Good Brothers, Josh Alexander, Sammy Callahan, D'Lo. You get every pay-per-view in Impact history. Access to Impact Wrestling's Big Four pay-per-view events just 30 days after they take place. Exclusive merchandise offers, exclusive live chats with Impact wrestlers, and more. What in God's name is so funny? <laughs> Nothing. Just looking at the chat here. Decrepitly all the way because of that reference I just broke out Because yeah, you don't about, want a uh, badge. Blazing oh, you're, Saddles? Oh, you're too big for a badge? Blazing Saddles. You don't remember badges? We don't need any stinking. What, you never saw not... Blazing Saddles? Hey, listen, everybody. You know you're decrepitly old <laughs> when you're constantly referencing Blazing Saddles. I'm not constantly referencing. I dealt with this with Brent. Bring up the fart scene? 20 years ago. Eating beans and whatnot. A new oh, match has been announced for Resurgence, New Japan Resurgence, at the torch at the L.A. Coliseum. Boy, talk about New Japan's, you know, a big fan of mine. They listen to this show all the oh, time. Oh, listen to this. So they put together a dream match. Tomohiro Ishii versus Moose. I couldn't be more excited for this Not match. Not the dream match. Not the I could not be more excited for Ishii versus Moose. We got Jay White, David Finley for the Never Open Way title. Lance Archer versus Hiroshi Tanahashi for the IWGP US title. John Moxley and a mystery partner versus Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson. Fred Rosser, Rocky Romero, Wheeler, Utah versus TJP, Clark Connors, and Ren Narita. Carl Fredericks versus Alex Coglin. Filthy Ooh. Tom will be doing a match and more. New Japan resurgence. Now listen, we're not going to do a full report, uh, but before we go off the air, yeah, Blazing Saddles came out before I was born, by the way. Now, before we go off the air, I do want to make a mention of something on NXT last night. you got a lot of nerve Star Wars. And uh, there, there is a lot, a lot uh, that, uh, you know, the Star Wars just made new movies like three years ago, Mike. Whatever. Bro. But anyway, so uh, there's a few things we could talk about from NXT. One of them is the Zoe Stark thing. Bro. But uh, the other thing we have to talk about is the main event, because I mentioned the other day that uh, I had spoilers and I still didn't understand. Well, I watched it. I still don't understand. They promoted a love her or lose her match. 
with Johnny Gargano and Dexter Loomis. If Gargano wins, Dexter and Indy, they just have to give up on their relationship, their budding relationship. But if Dexter Loomis wins, they're allowed to go whole hog, so to speak, on their relationship. Wait a second. Well, I got a few moments, so I got to get over this. I'm watching this match, and let me tell you something, everybody. I'm not into this storyline. Unlike Beth Phoenix, my blood pressure is not rising as I watch this stupid match. But even I, even I have to admit that the people were into this match and they wanted to see Dexter win so he could go whole hog with Indy Hartwell, okay? And I'm watching this match and I knew what I had heard on the spoilers. I still couldn't believe it. And they're doing these near falls, and all I can think is, brother, if this guy gets this pin, this place is going to go nuts. There's not a lot of people in the building, but, like, there's enough that they're going to go nuts. And they're going to pay off this storyline, and everyone's going to be happy, and they're going to kiss. But I knew what the spoilers said, and I'm watching the match, and I'm like, there's no way. And sure enough, Johnny Gargano gives him a DDT on the floor. He throws him in the ring. He hits one final beat, and he cleanly pins Dexter Loomis. And then, despite the stipulation, Indy runs down to the ring afterwards, and she Thez presses and starts making out with Dexter. I'm like, you didn't even wait a week to break the stip. You waited a minute. I'm done. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. 
Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. You know, this Dexter thing is honestly like one of the stupidest storylines of the year. Because at the end of the day, you okay, you broke the stip and they kissed, okay? So I'm sure, you know, someone's probably going, oh, Brian, just wait. Next week, Johnny's going to demand that they adhere to the stip. Okay, fine. So next week, the show starts, and Johnny says, Dexter lost Indy. You can't date him. It's over. It's done. So that they can drag it on and build up to another deal or whatever. But, bro, you missed the point. Even if they do that, what are we building towards? They already gave away the kiss. Oh, we're going to build to another kiss? Oh, whoop-dee-doo. It's horrible. Live sex show. I was like, God, help me. Mm. Lord, help me. Index. Yeah, where have you been? This has been the name of them for, like, months now. Uh, look, I'm just don't get all like angry with me here. You never know. Maybe we can see the first date and see talkative Dexter. Who see cares? How they we work. already saw the kiss. Like it's over now. Why is it over? <laughs> God, where does it go? Live sex show. No, Mike, it does not go to a live sex show. Well, so where Edge does it, it go? Beth was there. She remembers. You're that. living Edge in 2004. So are they? Doesn't matter. You can't do that anymore. You cannot do a live sex show on NXT. Get out of here. You might be able to. Max Caster just can't rap over it. Bro, I'm done. We're out of time, everybody. I'll be back later on tonight with Dave. We'll talk this show and AEW. And then maybe or maybe not, I'll be back tomorrow. We'll find out how I feel. But I want to thank all the Twitch homies, callers, and listeners who didn't call or listen today. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.